0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Beer Dad and Brewed Podcast, hosted by my dad, the beer dad, the most awesomest dad around, Justin Allen, and his most awesome co-host, the master brewer himself, the brewed, Joshua Kunkel. Grab a cold one, kick back and relax and enjoy the show. Cheers, everybody.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Beer Dad and Brewed Podcast. As always, I'm your host, The Beer Dad, Justin Allen, and I'm joined by my awesome co-host, Joshua Kunkel. How you doing? Howdy how? All right, so we uh, we had a great episode last uh oh, yeah. last episode, uh, episode eleven. We were at the craft lounge hanging out with Jimmy. Oh yeah. What a that... great episode. <laughs> oh
2: yeah, that was a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, that's uh anybody that hasn't listened to that episode, if you're listening to this episode, go ahead and hit the pause button, go back one episode, <laughs> check it out, listen. Uh, Jimmy, great host, Craft Lounge in Beaumont, California. You can pick up all kinds of different craft brews that he has. Awesome, awesome, awesome place.
2: Oh, yeah, he's, uh, I mean, I stopped in there right before heading over here, and he's always got something new on the shelf, and he's always like, hey, you gotta, you gotta try
1: this. Absolutely, we, uh, you know, we always do the little pregame before, and we pregame with some creative creature, something new that he's carrying.
2: Yeah, I mean, this is the first I've heard of it. I mean, you, you kind of shot me a text, like, hey, if you can find this, if he's got it, grab it. I was like, all right. Absolutely. And yeah,
1: I mean, what well, we had
2: pretty pretty on point.
1: We did. We pre-gamed. We had a beer called Chits and Giggles, and that was a hazy IPA, but it was made with uh, goat lactose.
2: Yeah, goat goat's milk lactose. <laughs> yeah. Something
1: a little different than what we're used to, but hey, yeah.
2: it was good. Yeah, it actually worked and definitely went well with the you know, carne asada burrito. There.
1: Yeah, and I believe that one was a collab with uh, the original 40. Newer yes, brewery that's right. Yeah, that was uh, they did a good job on that beer. I was oh, pretty yeah. impressed. Nice. Creative Creature. Um I've had a couple of their brews. Um the one I liked the most, um you know, no offense to our Dodger fan listeners, but it's a Manny Machado beer from the San Diego Padres <laughs> and uh, it was a mango uh okay. IPA. Nice. Actually, I don't think I've had that one. Um right. I had it we at Jose's house for his birthday. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, brought, brought some beers over there and he's a Dodger fan and it was very hard for him <laughs> to drink that because it had Manny Machado who at that time, that was a trader to L.A., so ah. he wasn't very happy, but he still drank it and he liked it. Okay. So there you go. But, uh, yeah, so Creative Creature, for those of us here in the Inland Empire, Creative Creatures down in San Diego, so obviously it's far away, but save yourself the gas mileage and the gas money because California's gas prices are outrageous. Save the money and buy extra beer and go see Jimmy at the Craft Beer Lounge in Beaumont.
2: Yes, yeah, indeed. He's now carrying what looks like... It was he's got at least probably like four or five different beers from yeah. them on the shelf right now. So is he, did he have
1: anything on tap from them yet, or is it just um, cans?
2: I was in and out of there so fast because I, I wanted to make it here for the the podcast. I didn't right. really get a chance to look at the board. You know, there was a part of me would be like, well, I guess I could have grabbed one, but you know, one would have turned into like two or three or five. <laughs> you know, not know so how me, that goes. Yeah, and you'd be hitting me up, going, dude, like let's yeah. get this, let's get this started.
1: Yeah, we actually went and saw Jimmy. Um, I know listeners I haven't really been talking about, but, you know, I lost grandma and, uh, we went and saw Jimmy, you came and met us there, um, after grandma's funeral and we had a couple beers, uh, you know, uh, say goodbye and salute. And, um, but, uh, we were only planning on having like one. And I remember when we were cleaning up, bringing all these glasses up to (laughs) Jimmy and I was like, I think we had a little more than we were planning on what's going on here. But, uh, He's a great host, oh, yeah. uh, so definitely great, great shop. Go check it out, yeah. Craft Beer Lounge.
2: Him and Jason definitely uh, they got something
1: good going on there. So. Absolutely, and we're going to go visit them again sometime soon. Hopefully, Jason can get involved. Yeah. We have a fourth microphone, Jason. Don't be shy. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we'll go back up there. Um, but in the meantime, we are now on our next episode, and, well, Houston, we have a problem. You <laughs> gave us some amazing beers um, for what was that? Two episodes ago, yeah, three
2: episodes. Episode nine or ten, and we couldn't
1: stop talking about it. Yeah. So, with that being said, we're doing Houston craft beer episode number two, <laughs> part two, <deux. laughs> part two. Right. So, um, we are sitting here, and we're going to do some Houston brews, just like we did last time. Um, we've got uh, some Ingenious Brewing, B fifty two Brewing, Eureka Heights, and Spindle Tap. So, um, we had all those beers last time. In yep. fact, uh, remember we had Eureka Heights. That was the glitter beer.
2: Oh yes. Yes. The...
1: Right. And I told you, Jimmy said he liked it too, right? <laughs> yeah. It was like, surprising. It's like one of those things where
2: it's like, I, I shouldn't like this, but yep. I do, you know, it's like a great, great fucking lawnmower beer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, it sparkles was, it was in the good. sun. Yeah. yeah.
1: Never mind the glitter, but it yeah. was actually a really good cream yeah. ale yes. Like yes, you yes, know, it to style and it was refreshing. It was, it was good. Yeah. Um, yeah and then uh, we had a couple from b52 one we didn't care for and one we actually loved yeah that was like before and after the internet i believe that's right yeah um and then uh what we have ingenious oh the smoothie tart or smarty tart smarty smarty beer yes, yeah that's um, um and we liked the... we liked it and jose didn't like yeah, it yeah yeah he was like i hate smarties you know <laughs> I was like, well, so we you. did that and then of course the spindle tap we had the atomic leg drop brother Um, so we're back again. There's a a, this is the second part of the series of the uh the wrestling moves series. Um, and this one's called sleeper hold double IPA. So nice that atomic leg drop Jose loved. Remember, he chugged that thing down? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, whoa, where'd that go? (laughs) It was gone right away. I was like, oh my gosh. So, anyways, um, I wanted to uh bring somebody on the show that uh made all this possible because obviously we're here in Southern California and the ability to grab craft beer from Houston is uh, not very common yeah, so a little, little slim chance there to right? just
2: walk into the local uh,
1: mart and that's right find that on the shelf so we're gonna we're gonna give a phone call here let's see if this thing works so, stay
2: tuned
1: open we got it says calling and it's not doing anything oh yep, we have liftoff i hear a dial tone hello is this drake this is he hello sir this is the Beard dad justin allen you're on the Beard dad and brewed podcast how you doing i'm doing fine how about yourself oh well better now because because of you we're actually staring at some uh, craft beers from houston Indeed we are <laughs> So uh, we're, we're, I, I know you listened to our first episode um, We really enjoyed the beers um, From Houston So much so that we've uh, got some more here And we're doing a Houston episode Part 2 So thank you for that
3: All right, No problem
1: All right. So um, Drake, tell us a little bit about the Houston craft beer scene How many breweries are, are out there That you frequent
3: well, mainly, uh, I frequent uh, Ingenious. Uh, I've been going to Baba Brewer House. Um, also, I go to B-52 and Tap every now and then. Those are the main breweries in the Houston area that, that I frequent. But, you know, when I have, like, some time to go and get downtown, which is further away from my home, you know, I like uh, Sigma okay. uh, Brewery. I like that one a
1: lot so uh it's really amazing because of you we've been been able to discover all the different types of craft beers that you guys have out there um to our knowledge we were thinking you know texas maybe there's a couple craft breweries here and there but man just in houston alone you guys got a ton and and there's a lot of good ones what's your favorite
3: i would have to say my favorite is ingenious
1: ingenious okay this is the one that uh their has got the brain right right correct okay Um, and what's your favorite beer there at Ingenious
3: Uh, my favorite one is uh, the Banana Foster's um, barrel aged uh, style Uh, yeah that would probably be my favorite one that they have there now they've come out with a line of of these beers called Fruit Badness (laughs) and so they're really heavily fruited and real big and You know, they come out with those like, you know, they have a new one like every like every week. Oh, wow. So I've really I've really been, you know, into those and really enjoying those.
1: Okay. And how big is uh, Ingenious Brewing? Is it a large brewery, a small little tap house? Uh,
3: Yeah, it's a it's a pretty small brewery. I think uh, inside they only seat maybe maybe like 100 people, maybe it's pretty small.
1: That's that's cool. And um do they serve food there too or is it just uh just beer?
3: Well they have uh, you know, rotating food trucks. Okay. Um that come in and out of there. But uh, another, thing I, another thing I like another I in Gene is because you know you can always just pop up and just do a share, you know. Oh, so, nice. You know, you make sure you tip your bartender, you can always just come bring friends and then you know, do a nice little share. Oh, that's and you awesome. you can still bring your own you can still bring your own food even though they have a vendor there.
1: Yeah. Oh,
2: that's pretty awesome.
1: Yeah, we have several breweries out here in Southern California that afford you to, the opportunity to do something like that. Um, we're really big on bottle shares out here too as well, um, and uh, that's that's awesome. It's a good way to meet some cool people and then try beers you've never had before.
2: Yeah, the only time I always get worried is if, you know, one of your buddies throws up with a little bit of homebrew because I know some places are kind of weary about that. Are they pretty cool with that out there or?
3: uh you you mean like as far as you know them just bringing home brews into the into the brewery,
1: yeah, for like the bottle share
3: right yes, yes, they're totally fine actually, awesome. when I was at this last bottle share for uh Super Bowl uh a guy brought a can of uh oyster stout oh, that wow. he had uh brewed in his own home brewery. I've never had a stout made with oysters before. And it was it was pretty delicious, I'd
1: have to say. Yeah, so, Some of the most uh, obscure and strange brews end up tasting good. Uh, I don't know if you've heard us talk about on the podcast the beer that Josh and I actually did a collaboration on and made. It's a uh, turmeric and ginger hazy IPA, which at first initial thought kind of sounds like, oh, that's not going to be very good. And we've had it where it's like 50-50 results. One person says they love it and one person says they hate it. So... <laughs> Um, I might I might try to get you some. I gotta figure out how to get it out
3: get it out to you. Oh yeah, I would definitely be interested in trying that. It sounds very healthy with the turmeric and ginger.
1: Yeah, Josh, tell them about the uh, the whole turmeric levels that we put in there.
2: Yeah. I was doing a little research afterward, and we we for the initial batch we threw about two pounds of turmeric powder in this thing, and about a pound of ginger. I uh, later found out that you know, like your daily allotment of turmeric should be about 2200 milligrams or something with the amount that we put into this batch it was the equivalent of like 16,000 milligrams (laughs) like per 12 ounce serving of beer so
1: yeah so it's really really healthy yeah (laughs) so that's uh that and that's why so the you know the the wife the beer wife she's always getting me to take turmeric pills because it's very good for you and uh I'll just tell her you know what I'm gonna go drink Josh and I's beer (laughs) because Because there's more turmeric in there than in that pill.
2: Yeah, you get about a week's worth <laughs> of <to> drink.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, I'll try to get some. And it sounds like so one of your favorite beers is a barrel-aged stout. Is that uh, kind of style-wise, that's one of your favorites?
3: Right. Uh, my favorites, um, I love uh, sours and uh, barrel-aged stouts.
1: Okay. Really? Well, it sounds uh, like Josh and I, are. we're going to have to go find you a gift to send you to say thank you. Um, have you ever heard of Bottle Logic?
3: Oh, yes, yes. I've okay, they make about, some I good has. barrel-aged stouts
1: that, that we can get a hold of uh, from our friend at the Craft Beer Lounge. I think maybe we'll send you a bottle. I just had one that was, I think it was a vanilla vanilla cream barrel-aged stout, and I want to say it was like 135 or 14.5%. And it Drake, it's dangerous because you can't taste the percentage in that. <laughs> it's just so delicious in the way that they, they brew their beer. Bottle Logic makes some really good
3: beers. Oh, yes, I've tried them. I, I like their the beer. It's very tasty. All right, we'll have... Also, you know, this weekend, I was uh, actually heading... Uh, my wife was actually heading out to go pick up some uh, some Brew Brewhouse, uh, if you guys are interested.
1: Okay, Bob Brew Brewhouse. Yeah, that's the, uh, the one they make those, uh, like, Smooth Ninjas or something like that?
3: Right, right. Okay. They make the Smooth Ninjas, and then they also... Uh, they make, like, the the
1: hazy ipas with the oak
3: cream oh okay yeah we might uh
1: josh's josh's little ears went up on that one that's cool um yeah I, i i think so i think um i was looking at their instagram not too long ago they look like they have some interesting stuff so we might hit you up on that one too um so the the beers that we have here uh drake that we're gonna drink on the show before we let you go ask you a little bit about them and see if you had them. Um, the fruit cake with friends. Have you had that one?
3: Uh, yes, I've had that sour before.
1: Okay, and what did you think of that one?
3: I, I believe I rated it on untap like a four. Oh wow! Uh, it was, it was, it was pretty good to me. You know, like I said I like um, the the style of sour that they make. They make their sours uh, sweet. So, um, so, you know, some people like the traditional sours that aren't as sweet kind yeah. of bland like yeah. but you know i like the sweet ones. so i mean if you're into sweet sours you know then you'll, you'll definitely enjoy that one
1: all right well that's i think we're going to have that one first and then uh this new one was the one that i uh i i almost begged you to go get was the smoothie tart from b52 did you get to sample that one at all
3: uh no i have it in the refrigerator i haven't even got a chance to try it, but i know that the smoothie tarts are normally Uh, pretty tasty
1: okay yeah the just everything well i mean they say it's uh, what blueberry and lemon so i think those that combination right there is two of my favorite uh things together like when i do like a just a a smoothie when i go to like jamba juice or something like that yeah so i think i'm gonna like it so we'll we'll see we were just talking about before we called you the beers from the last show and how we had two of the b52s one of them we didn't like and one we did um, it was the before the internet that we didn't care for. It had kind of like a, uh, almost like a cough syrup taste to it. Um, that was like, I think it was like a punch flavor or something like that. Yeah. Um, and then right. the after the internet that we had, which was like a hazy triple or double IP, that one was really good. Um, so we'll see, we'll see what this one, uh, where we're at. And then the, uh, the next one on our list that we're going to have is the Rose Nyland, uh shout out to the Golden Girls. Um, did you get to sample that one at all?
3: Oh yes, I I like yeah I like that IPA. It's it's a pretty easy drinker in my opinion.
1: Okay, awesome. We're looking forward to that. Um, and then um, the Spindle Tap Brewery Sleeper Hole Double IPA. I know you told me uh kind of sit on it, so I've had this one for it's been about a week and a half now I think on that one. Um, and uh, have you have you drank it yet?
3: No, I haven't. Uh, I haven't tried it. I guess you know when I picked that one up for you. I didn't get a chance because when I went there, I was going to try it, but everybody kind of warned me. They said, "Hey, it's it's pretty green, so mm-hmm. kind of hold off on it." Okay. So I was like, "Well, I definitely don't want to try it, you know," and I'm not going to give it a good rating.
1: Right, so, absolutely. Well, we really enjoyed the atomic leg drop. Yeah, that uh, one was on the show. In fact, uh, our our other guest that we had on the show, a good friend of mine, that's a paramedic. He uh, <laughs> he drank it down in two seconds because he said it was like so chuggable and <laughs> he liked it. So I don't even know if he actually tasted it though. Um, so we're looking forward to trying this so that's what we uh, we have lined up here for for the show um so we're gonna we're gonna get into them but I definitely appreciate you uh, uh talking to us here on the show and uh, definitely uh, really appreciate you sending us
3: all the craft beer love
1: from Houston oh yeah
2: definitely
3: all right well uh, um, anytime you guys need me uh, beer in Houston yes just let me know and I'll do my best to help you
2: um, we'll definitely try to return the favor all
1: absolutely right. uh, we're gonna we're gonna try to send you a little care package here i'll uh, have uh, josh get on it and go visit jimmy at the craft beer lounge and see if we can find you some barrel age stuff
3: all right well i really appreciate it thank you
1: all righty thanks again drake you have a good night
3: yeah thank you much all right you cheers too. all right cheers all right. cheers nice
1: all right what a great guy oh huh? yeah
2: no i mean <clears throat> very cool i mean definitely hooking us up like this this is some pretty awesome stuff i can't wait to get into it
1: absolutely let's well let's
2: do <laughs> it let's do it yeah.
1: let's start with the fruitcake with friends here yep
2: all right you know that sound that everyone loves oh yeah Oh yeah. man check at that color it's dark yeah there's the glass oh right oh, there
3: right here
1: So I really I really like the, the can art on here. Yeah. It's, it's, actually I
2: just realized that it is the color
1: of a fruitcake. <laughs> right? <laughs> All it needs
2: is like the little like hot, odd fruit here and there.
1: Now I know a lot of people give fruitcake a hard time, right? Yeah. Over the holidays. Don't eat it, it's hard as a rock, right? I actually had some fruitcake and I wanna say it's the first time I ever had it before. Uh last year. And um the girl that made it at work she cut it cut a nice slice off and it was hot and then she buttered the top it was good
2: I it sounds like they made it right <laughs> that
1: that could be the case that could be the case but uh it it was definitely what i wasn't expecting because you you see all those jokes and you know stay away from fruitcake and Makes me wonder if everyone
2: who's ever had fruitcake has just had it from people who just had no clue how to make it.
1: Maybe. Well, and then also I think people get it as a gift and they're like, fruitcake, and they put it aside and it sits for weeks and weeks and weeks, and yeah, then probably that's why it got hard. Actually,
2: kind of a fun side note is my parents' wedding cake, the topper on the cake, was a fruitcake, and like, they had kind of like the shotgun wedding. My mom was like pregnant at 17 and all that jazz, so... So they have this like very simple cake with the, the the fruit cake topper, and my aunt was like, "Oh, I'll save it for you in the freezer." And, and <laughs> after like it just disappeared. After that, they were just like, "You know, what? we don't we don't need it. We don't want it." You right? Know? Like, it just. I think they found it like ten years later. Oh man! Like buried under some block of ice. There you go. <laughs> so. Cheers.
1: All right. Well, cheers to fruit cake with friends. Uh, yeah. Cheers to Drake. Cheers to Drake. And uh, let's get into this.
2: I like that. I like that a lot. That was really good.
1: Not what I was expecting.
2: Yeah. It's good. Yeah. It was like, Fuck me. <laughs>
1: Josh is going to go to untap something the beer dad needs to get to work on because I'm slacking on the old untapped.
2: Yeah, because I'm going to get a lot of the sour notes. You get the fruit needs. I'm getting definitely. The spice? Some, getting some spice yeah. like nutmeg. I'm getting a little like clove. I'm getting a little cinnamon in there.
1: This but... is a really good beer. <laughs> Good looking out, Drake.
2: Yeah. Well, I see why a genius uh, tops the list of uh, places to be.
1: Yeah, this is, uh, matter of fact, uh, Alex. You know Alex. um, That was one of the main requests that he had from Houston. I guess he's been following them. um, I don't know if on Untapped or Instagram, but he's like, yeah, um, it's the one that has the brain. (laughs) And so I was like, okay, so... That's why we have uh, have the ingenious here that we're going to we're going to be sampling and I got him a can too so he's going I think he's going to enjoy this.
2: Oh yeah, no this is on point like solid solid beer. Good job, Ingenious. Yeah.
1: Damn. Just more of that.
2: Oh yeah. <laughs>
1: Top me off there. There you go. All right. So, let me uh, take a look at the the old can here. All right. We, this is so ingenious, we linked up with our friends at Craft Beer Cellar to turn a door stopper of a cake into a show stopper of a beer, see? Right? Mm. A door stopper cuz they're hard as a rock. <laughs> <laughs> and it worked. Didn't sh- a tart Berliner gushing with pineapple, cherries, apricot, and pecans. Mm. I do get a little nutty taste there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So for those, uh, listeners that, uh, are not familiar with the Houston area, maybe you're down there on business or down for vacation, uh, whatever the case may be. Um, the address is one nine eight six South Houston Avenue in humble Texas. Um, and their tap rooms open seven days a week. And like Drake said, they bring in like a rotating, uh, food vendor in there. Uh, Like most breweries, they're totally down with some, uh, um bottle shares which is awesome we love bottle shares and they're down with uh home brewing so we're down with home brewing too exactly nice <laughs> uh 6.8 josh
2: yeah that's easy going that's the thing i'm tripping me out with this beer is like you get this like punch right in the face of all this flavor yeah and then my you know rinse is clean, it rinses clean and it's done yeah you know, i don't have
1: much of an aftertaste at yeah. all
2: yeah the aftertaste is gone it's refreshing it's basically saying like i dare you come on come again come on absolutely you know, come back come on back for more yeah
1: houston so. you definitely have a great craft brewery and ingenious yes yeah so i'm gonna 100 percent say this this was better than the smarty shake that we had oh yeah but
2: yeah. by a long shot and definitely better than the uh, was it before and actually i would even say this is better than the after the internet that we yeah, had last could time have
1: been. yeah so well b52 is next up on tap so we'll see if they can redeem themselves i don't know that's going to be a tough act to follow it's really weird that i'm i'm actually saying that a fruitcake beer is <laughs> a, one of the better beers i've had in a long time
2: yeah this is
1: yeah yeah <laughs> Like mm. I almost don't
2: want to chug it, <laughs>
1: but lots of flavor.
2: Yeah,
1: well, cheers. That's good stuff. All right, so we're gonna move along here, Josh. We have next up on our list here is B fifty two Brewing. Yep. I was excited to try this. I, they've been so they I. were hyping it, and I told Drake, I was like, "Yeah, hey, if you can get up there, I am not sure how far of a drive them, If I should ask them." Um, it is for him to get up to, I believe it's Conroe Where are they at? I think it's, yeah, Conroe, Texas, which is, I believe, North of Houston. Okay. Um, but I'm not sure how far it is from, uh, where he is, but, um, they put out some pretty good beers that I follow them on Instagram and, uh, they have a pretty big following and, uh, you know, we tried before the internet, we tried after yep. the internet, we liked the after the internet, um, just like in real life, before the internet wasn't as great.
2: Yeah, it just life sucked. Yeah. I mean,
1: where would we be without the internet today? Can you imagine that?
2: Yeah, well, I don't know. Probably. I mean, what
1: what exactly would we be doing when we're taking a dump?
2: Imagination land,
1: <laughs> right? I know it's kind of silly to talk about that, but they they do say that's where uh, most of your screen time is is oh, yeah. when you're on the old number two. Oh yeah, we'll leave yeah. it. So that's uh. what do I always tell the wife? That's where I do my best thinking. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you in there so long? You got that stupid phone with you, don't you? Yeah. 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 Heard that. All, All right. right. Crack it open, sir. B52. All right.
2: All right. Yeah. I'm actually looking forward to this because I, I always, that's, I'm, uh, a, I'm a self-described citrus junkie. Yeah. And citrus sob. So this one, I am curious to see. Ooh, what the? okay when i when i see like lemon and oh blueberry okay i should yeah. have saw that coming i'm looking at this going like that is not a yellowish like lemon color but i think i got so focused on the lemon i forgot about the blueberry that is
1: ladies and gentlemen she's thick Yep. Yeah. so this is a b52 smoothie tart it's a fruited Berliner Wies. uh blueberry, lemon zest, yep. thyme, and milk sugar, coming in at seven percent. So, oh. there's gonna be some fun, fun stuff right yeah. here. Let me uh, snap a little photo. All right, get that color so everyone's gonna have to see that. For the listeners that can't see it, um, definitely check out B52 Brewing on Instagram or Facebook and uh, check out some pictures of the color. I'm going to try to get a picture in here. Of course, um, the Beer Dad and Brood Studios tonight, we're in a dark room, so um, I'm going to take the best picture I can. Need some light? Let's see. We'll try it with flash, see if it comes out. Maybe get. Yeah, give me some light. Let's see what we've got going on here. All right. Okay. (laughs) Just to give them an idea so they can see the color, because it's amazing.
2: Yeah, this color is like a deep, like, Magenta, purple, blue. That
1: oh man, what's it smell like? Let's take a let's Put it up the sniffers.
2: Okay. Hmm.
1: I smell blueberries.
2: I smell thyme.
1: Yeah?
2: <laughs> and I smell lemon zest. All right. I think we got we got all three. Are we doing it? We're diving We're in. Di- cheers. We're diving in, cheers. All
0: right. All right.
1: Hmm. Tart,
2: not as tart as I thought it would be, actually, but
1: yeah, I mean, the cool. combination of blueberries and lemon, you'd think a little bit more, but I think if they if they went more tart than that, that'd be that pucker factor where it's like yeah. too tart,
2: yeah, I like it though it's very like subdued, it's subtle, i mean the the thyme and the lemon are kind of like the big two things that are kind of sticking out to me, right um, uh, blueberry is kind of taking a back seat, but it's there,
1: yeah you know, it's there, definitely added the color.
2: Oh, it definitely did that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, I'm torn. I, I really like it, and I really like this last one. It's good that we did both of those back-to-back kind of because they're similar styles. Yeah. Um,
2: this one, I, I don't know. It's, uh, I mean, it's more viscous. It's like heavy on the palate. The so, mouth
1: feels way heavier. Yeah,
2: I mean, th- this one feels more like like they said, like a milkshake. Like, I'm just kind of yeah. taking my time. I'm sipping my, you know... Smoothie. Smoothie,
0: yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> On my second drink there, I'm starting to really like it.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's opening up a little bit.
1: Yeah. Well, here, here here's, here's my thing with this one. So, w- with a lot of these smoothier, shake-style... Uh, beers that are coming out, some of them are just overly sweet, yeah, to the point where you're like, I don't even know if there's alcohol in here. It tastes <laughs> like I'm drinking jamba juice, right? We know who we're talking about, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, a little 450. Um, but this one is not sweet at all.
2: No, this, this one's this is the type of sweet that I've always enjoyed, especially with fruited beers. Yeah. Is I always refer to it as like sucrose sweet, right? Where it's not this cloying, like tingy i don't i can't really think of the word other than like tingy kind of just like just stabs you in the side of your cheek like ooh, what the hell you know like (laughs) you know it's just type it's this type of sweetness that you just you you feel the diabetes just creeping up on you as you're diabetes yeah the betas
1: yeah the sugar
2: yeah just creeping up on you as you're drinking it whereas like with this you it's it's subtle it's like delicious It, it actually even has almost a slight little refreshing quality to it and yeah you know, it, it makes you feel like, hey, I'm I'm not going to like go into a, a coma drinking
1: this. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to go into a coma no. drinking your beer. No, no. I mean, it, it, if you did, that's like, you know, I don't know, one of those guys that bought that 99 bottles of Pabst Blue Ribbon <laughs> on the wall or something like that. You drink 99 Pabst Blue Ribbons, yeah, you're probably going to go into a coma. Yeah, yeah. One, it's not that great. And two, yeah, don't drink 99 bottles of beer. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and I can tell you from like a home brewing experience standpoint that if you've ever had like an under attenuated beer, it, it it's like it's kind of like that. It's that weird cloying sweetness right. that just makes you feel like you hate yourself yeah. as you drink this beer because it's just way over the top sweetness. Yeah. It's a, it's almost like if you ever you remember Yehus as a kid. Oh
1: God. Yeah. 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 Or Nesquik. Or Nesquik. Yeah. yeah.
2: Like that. Just like that malt sugar fake milk
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know what it is i think it was like melted down plastic with sugar syrup and chocolate
2: yeah or if you ever had like the hershey hershey syrup just just,
0: you know, just oh yeah. you
2: okay.
1: know my daughter used to do that all the time <laughs> some so here's some beer dad stories she that was her thing man she like when she was a toddler she loved to just like When you're not watching her, I mean you're watching her, but like you you slip just a little bit, man. She catch you slipping. But uh, yeah, open the fridge and get into that Hershey syrup and just go to town on it. And I hate Hershey syrup. I'm like, how can you do that?
2: I was kid after my own heart. I mean, I was the same way. Grandparents always had it. Yeah. Either I was like filling half a half a glass before I put the milk in there, or I was just like down on that stuff straight. Right. Ugh, I don't know why. I'm...
1: <laughs> no good. Well, yeah. we're definitely not drinking Hershey's syrup because we're drinking B 52 smoothie tart and I like it.
2: Yes. Good job. Good job. B 52. So this is what two for one, two for one B 52. Good job.
1: Yeah. Uh, and so far for this show for Houston episode two, we're batting two for two, two for two. Yeah. Speaking of batting and speaking of Houston, I, I forgot I was going to give Drake a hard time. Um, Houston Astro fans, I'm sure you're um, you're on the reels there because uh, the whole cheating scandal that you had going on with your team. Uh, I was gonna give Drake a hard time about that and be like, "Oh, so how about them Astros?" <laughs> That's been been talk of the town. I know you're not much of a sports guy, Josh, but uh, essentially they were like caught and caught heavily cheating for last year, um, and. Uh, they oh man they they were using technology they were banging on cans basically what they were doing is stealing um uh stealing signs from the opposing team so they would know what pitches were coming oh, and uh and yeah and so their you know their batters were you know just tearing it up and it was funny because you you can go and look at all these stats and um there's actually a guy from Houston that made a website and he did all these stats and it shows how much better the team was at home versus on the road because of the cheating. <laughs> so kind of crazy. And I think back to my days of playing baseball and, you know, buddies playing baseball and, you know, getting really serious into it. That's just something that you kind of did. You scouted the other team and studied their signs. Did we ever bang on trash cans or, um, use like internet technology? Of course it was before the internet, so we didn't have that. Yeah. Um, but that kind of stuff goes on. So I feel like I'm pretty sure all the other teams do that anyways. To that level, maybe not so much.
2: Yeah, it, to me that screams like desperation. It's, it's like yeah. you're either a good team or you're going to try to get better. You yeah. know? It's...
1: Well, I'm sorry. It wasn't last year. It was the, the year before. Um, But and the funny thing is so they beat the Dodgers in the World Series, right? That's right. right. Okay, that's... And so now you're seeing out here Dodger fans are actually lawyering up in suing the Houston Astros for the money they spent on World Series tickets because they were cheated and robbed um, because the Astros cheated and won the World Series, allegedly. Allegedly. Right? Yeah. That's crazy. (laughs) Get over it, Dodger fans. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, I know my friends that are Dodger fans would be like, yeah, you're a silly Padre fan. It's easy for you to say that. And if the shoe was on the other foot, you'd be really angry too. And it's like, you know what? It is what it is. It's in the it's in the past now. You yep. you can't take it back. And I'm pretty sure the Dodgers steal signs all the time too. Maybe they don't go to the extreme that the Astros did, but guys, if if you think that there's not people stealing signs in baseball, then you never played baseball. Yep. That's what it is. You scout the other team and watch. Oh look, if he throws this sign, he's gonna throw a fastball. If he throws this, it's gonna be up and away. Yep. Right? It's just something you do. You scout the well, other team.
2: You also just get, I mean, if you play the game long enough, you just get used to body language. You yeah. Know? I worked I worked for the minor league storm stadium. That was like mm-hmm. my first job. And I, even though I worked in the kitchen, I would be out on the patio watching the game because I'd be cooking burgers or whatever for the game. And after a while, it was, to me, it was just the same shit, different <clears> day. You know, just it's like, come on, people. It's, it, it's there, you know, yeah. <laughs> like you just got to pay attention.
1: Right. So that's enough about my rant about Houston Houston, I still love you by the way, when I was growing up, Jeff Bagwell, one of my favorite baseball players of all time, he played first base like I played first base. I modeled my batting stance after him, get that crouch nice and low, very successful with that. so I have a little bit of a thing i s even though I'm a padre fan born and born raised in san diego i still I still have a kind of thing, you know a little side thing for the Astros, so eh, it is what it is, whatever yeah, they cheated, they admitted. People got fired. It's over. And you move on. <laughs> and we move on. That's right, because baseball season is about to ramp up again. So, that go Padres.
2: A, yep. Of course, we're in the middle of basketball season. so
1: Yeah, we are. Um, we uh, we lost Kobe Bryant. Yeah, that's that's a big shit
2: but, show. Uh, bummer, but. You
1: know. Yeah, it was pretty sad. Yeah. And it was. You know, I, I'm not a Lakers fan. Never was. I've always hated the Lakers, actually, to be honest. And, of course, Kobe Bryant, I wasn't a huge fan of his. However, with that being said, I still respected him as a baller and as a gamer because he truly was of that generation, probably the best basketball player of all time.
2: Yeah, I remember, you know, growing up basically watching that and
1: going yeah.
2: like, "Yeah, this is he, This makes the game like superior
1: entertainment." Oh, I, I swear, and I might be exaggerating a little bit, but I remember watching a game one time. I believe it was a playoff game. They were playing the Phoenix Suns, and I was watching it with my father-in-law, who's a huge Phoenix Suns uh, fan. And he almost had a stroke because the Suns were winning and they were up by like 9 points, 10 points or something. And there was literally seconds on the clock. Kobe Bryant won the game.
2: Yeah, he just... I
1: literally thought my father-in-law was going to hit the floor and just die right there. Oh, i never seen anything. <laughs> and he even called it too. He goes, I suppose the Cobster's is going to go hoop it up right now and they're going to win. And he did. <laughs> he, did. he just... So <laughs> so he was an amazing basketball player, you know. Yeah. Um, rest in peace, Kobe and, and his daughter, as yeah. well as all the other people that um, perished in the helicopter crash. You know, game respects game. And even though I didn't like the Lakers and I didn't care for Kobe Bryant because he was my rival, basically, from my team, which was yeah. the Sacramento Kings, um, still just... You know, sorry to see that happen.
2: Yeah, and like I said, a lot of other good people on there, too, that just, that yeah. was it. it was a dumb. lot
1: of young lives lost, a lot of yeah. young girls that were just, you know, 13, 12-year-old girls that were yeah. basketball players and baseball it's sad. and everything. So. Yeah, so rest in peace to all the people that perished in that. Yep. Cheers. Cheers. Finish up this B52 Smoothie Tart.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's a good beer. I just
1: Wow. Yeah. And the picture they put up on Instagram with all the blueberries and the lemon and just the color of this beer, I was like, I gotta get that. <laughs> so thank you, Drake.
2: Yes, thank you.
1: All right. Well
2: uh, time to go a little old school. Our, <laughs>
1: our yes, our next our next beer is um well, it's uh it's definitely a shout out to the old school and my, my brother um, actually is a humongous fan of this show. And, um, what was it? 80s, right? 80s through the 90s? It, yeah, it was on for a while. Yeah, like,
2: yeah. It had to been. Yeah, gold. for those who don't know, this Golden Girls is what we're, we're talking about here.
1: Right. All right. Here's Mountain Dew Zero Sugar. Sorry about that, folks. Wanted to play some, uh, there we go go ahead pop that open Ooh, yes so right now i hope my brother andrew is listening because he is like the biggest golden girls fan ever no joke and he'll tell you he's not a he's not ashamed to let you know um He's not afraid to let you know that he's a Golden Girls fan, and I'm not afraid to let you know that I watched it with him, too, all the time. I gonna say, damn good shows. Can't, can't deny that. Oh, I mean. All those one-liners and witty quips, man. I mean, what's her name? Bea Arthur, the snaky one, the grouchy <laughs> <Yeah. the> <laughs> yeah. sister? Oh, my gosh. Was she a cracker? She was my... Between her and the mother? Oh, man. <laughs> Let's listen. That takes you back, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. I'm glad I got to play that for you. I didn't know if it was going to work or not, but it worked. Sorry about the little message about Mountain Dew or whatever was going on, but that's YouTube for you. Yeah, uh, We're not endorsed. <laughs> yeah, sorry. The Beer Dad and Brew Podcast is not quite that professional yet. We are still at the amateur level. One day, though, Josh. One, one day. day. By the way, we're at almost 800 listeners. Well,
2: fuck that. Cheers. cheers.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and cheers to everybody that's listening to the Beer Dad and Brewed podcast in a little bit I'll pull up and we'll get some shout outs to some cities, some newer cities that are listening to us and Sweet. all our listeners. We got listeners across the pond over in other countries. We talked about that before, Japan, Australia, the Netherlands. I mean, we're, we're jamming here we're, on the old beer. Making the route. rounds. Yeah. Making the rounds. I yeah. Like so, um, all right. So to,
2: uh, Betty White, I guess.
1: This is to Betty White. So this beer is in honor of her. It's called Rose Nylon. That was her name on the show, I believe. And, uh,
2: it did come out on her birthday.
1: It, it, it did. It did come on so out on birthday. So this is from Eureka Heights Brewing. Uh, they were the guys that uh, did the glitter beer oh, that we okay. had. Nice, nice. Um, so this is a 6.8%. This is a white IPA with rose Ooh, hips.
2: All right. All right.
1: Sounds interesting. Drake yeah. said he liked it. So um sounds like it's going to be easy drinking. So Eureka Heights out there in Houston, uh, we enjoyed your glitter beer, believe it or not. And I think we're going to enjoy this because I like Golden Girls and I like... IPAs, so I'm probably going to like it. Yeah. Um, anybody that needs to know, Eureka Heights is at 941 West 18th Street in Houston, Texas. Um, Go get them. That's right. All right. To, uh, to Rose Nyland and the Golden Girls.
2: Rose Nyland and the Golden
1: Girls. Let's, let's dig in.
2: Wow. All right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That is fire.
2: Yeah, that that's pretty damn good. Eureka thank Heights, thank you, you for d-
1: being a friend. <laughs> that's for you, Drake. Yeah, thank you for sending us this beer. Oh
2: yes. No, I'm doing doing it again, man. Just throwing it out there, and good job, Eureka Heights.
1: That's um. the well, first of all, the smell when you get that up to your sniffer. What a scent. Yeah. I mean, I got hops. I got that little rose scent. Um, Can art, by the way, nice. A rose with a nice little gray wig on top. (laughs) Definitely Golden Girl style.
2: I was wondering where that tanginess. Okay, it's the rose hips that I'm getting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I've used rose hips in my own brews before. Yeah. I got to say, I do love the flavor of it. It's got this like tangy
1: Mm kind of little bit bite to it. There's definitely a bite at the end of it. But what's great about this is with the hoppiness and the bite, yeah. it rinses clean.
2: Yes, very clean.
1: So this is the biggest problem that we've had with IPAs. And, of course, I had before prior when I didn't like IPAs. Is I drank so many, like, and we'll throw it out there, stone. I mean, for a while, there, their quality went so bad. But it was so bitter, and it never rinsed clean. Yeah, it And was. it just couldn't stand it.
2: Well, that's what I was talking about, on a co- I think, a couple shows back where it was this what I would call like the pissing contest of like beers. It's like how bitter can we make this beer and like let's fuck your palate, you know, <laughs> yeah. dirty and leave it dirty, you know.
1: Right. Yeah. No, this one is no, like so is a, clean. Yeah. This is a good one. No, I get the
2: rose hip tanginess, I get that nice little, like you said, hop you know, sort of floral, a little bit of a citrus overtone, and then the almost like a wheat, like malt you know, almost like the haziness kinda of came
1: from a, a wheat. Right that's a that's a good beer um, Betty White, you would be proud hmm. absolutely, you know you know those snickers commercials where you start out as Betty White and <laughs> then you know eat your snickers, snap back into it. They should start doing that with this beer, <laughs> <Yes. Yeah.
2: laughs> or except the opposite you start out as yourself and you take a sip and end up like betty white- end up like Betty White, yeah. yeah. With a nice little witty comeback.
1: Right? Yeah. Now, what was the, what was the name of the, uh, what was the uh, the sultry one? The one that was always oh, crap. getting in it with all the fellas. Yeah. She always had, like, a boyfriend that was, like, 30 years <laughs> younger than her. Yeah. And then the mother always had something to say about it. Gosh, what was her name? Oh, Andrew's going to kill me. Oh. He's, if it wasn't so, if it wasn't so late, I, I would literally call him. Well, it's not too bad. Let me, uh. Let's just do that real quick. Let's <laughs> surprise him. Let's, let's surprise. well we'll see if he actually answers, but in at any rate, let's uh
2: Is it Ann? I thought it was I think it was Ann.
1: We're gonna find out all here. I right, if, right. if, if he answers. Alright, alright. This is a totally surprise. This wasn't planned. Sometimes we do things off the rocker here. What's up? Well, hello there, dear brother of mine.
2: Going
1: on. Well, uh first of all, you are currently on the Beard dad and Brood Podcast.
2: Huh. <laughs> <laughs> say hi.
1: Say hi to Josh.
2: Howdy huh. Hey, what's happening? So
1: anyways, the reason why you're on here because um I needed some golden girls trivia and <laughs> the only person I could think of to get that was you. Uh <laughs> so we're right now we're drinking a IPA from Eureka Heights out in Houston. It's called Rose Island, and uh, it's dedicated to Betty White's character. Um, and right now we're talking the uh, character that is the how do you say? We said the sultry, the sultry one, the one that's always um, you know in shenanigans with the fellas. Uh, what is her name?
2: Uh, her show name or her real name?
1: Her name on the character on the show.
2: Uh, She was Blanche Devereaux. That's it. I knew
1: it. She had some crazy name. We were sitting here racking our brains, and I'm like, oh, my (laughs) God. And I'm like, if I call my brother right now, he's going to know this right away. Yep. Blanche (laughs) Devereaux. Blanche Devereaux. (laughs) So, anyways, um, uh, Mr. Drew, I'm going to try to save a can of this for you. um, And uh, that way you can have it because I know you love the Golden Girls. Sweet
2: and i think you love this beer too man this is a good beer yeah it is, it it? is.
1: it's a it's a white ipa with rose hips and mm. it rinses clean it's not too strong i think it's 7% 6% Six, what eight. 6.8 so right right we're right yeah. in between yep. um so you'll like it nice awesome so uh countdown to baby you're almost there right my my brothers do a little yeah. before we are
2: yeah any day now He's Hopefully like, he's
1: like <laughs> on baby watch, so Gosh, any any little trigger can get that baby uh to pop out. So what what are you guys thinking? Sometime around Valentine's Day?
2: Uh it's possible. So due dates on Monday, but uh oh, well. yeah, it could That's push could 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 push far
3: farther out than that. So
1: Okay. Well, you know you know you gotta call me.
3: Yep.
1: So keep me posted on that and we're not too far behind you because 'cause we're going Amber's C section scheduled the twenty-sixth.
2: Oh wow. That is quick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where the hell the time go? Yeah, right? <laughs> I remember like last year or sometime, you are like, oh yeah, by the way, pregnant. <laughs> I was like, oh okay.
1: Yeah, it definitely went by quick, and now it's like, oh, am I ready for this right now? So, so you guys
2: were using you guys were using the phone phono friend uh for
0: trivia,
2: <laughs> yeah, pretty
1: pretty much. Well, I mean, the, obviously, if if anything, Golden Girls comes up, you're you're my first phone call.
0: Yeah, I don't think that comes up
1: that often. But, uh, <laughs> well, well, I guess I guess I'm flattered by uh by the phone call for it. You should be, you should, yeah. because there's no shame to say that I like Golden Girls and I know you like them too.
3: Yeah, no, it was like it was a cool show.
1: <laughs> Definitely Funny part of our childhood. I remember today. Yeah, I remember many summers you and I just. That's what we'd watch in the mornings.
2: Yeah, it was that like yeah. midday. Yep. Like TV time. Yep.
1: yep. And to be like sitting there and it's like sometimes we just kind of look at each other. Like, yep, we're watching the Golden Girls. <laughs> <laughs> Good times. All right, Andrew, I know it's late and you probably got to work in the morning. So appreciate you answering and answering the question. Um, and I'll try to get this beer to you. I
2: guess. All right, guys. Cheers. Right. Cheers. All right. Love you, brother. All right. Peace All right. out. Love you. Like I Bye. Nice.
1: <laughs> see, I told you. Yep. I, yeah. Yep. What did I tell you? He was gonna know. Blanche Devereaux. So she was the, <laughs> she was the one.
2: She was the the sultry one. Yep. Of course, it's funny you mention that because every time I think of Golden Girls now, did you ever watch like Robot Chicken? Yes. Did you ever see the the Golden Girls episode?
1: I don't think I have.
2: <laughs> the one standout, like the did a bunch of random shit, but the one standout was like the the old the old lady, the mom. Uh-huh. He was like telling this story, be like, "Yeah, I had a train ran on me, and by this whole basketball team," <laughs> and it just like cuts to this like basketball players like literally like pulling a toy train across her, and <laughs> she's wearing a uh, like a
1: cheerleading outfit. Well, I think it's weird, sir. Weird. I think we can pull this up on YouTube. Let's baby
2: is absorbing.
1: Let's uh, get past these ads here. Uh, okay. While we're drinking, ladies and gentlemen, on the Beard Add and Brewed podcast, I hope you enjoy what we're about to hear from Robot Chicken. Oh, yes. And again, we don't own rights to this. This is actually played on YouTube. You can follow this on YouTube yourself.
3: Dorothy here, drinking my prune juice martini. Recently, my sex drive has taken a menopause. I decided to meet up with Rose, Blanche, and Sophia at Katz's Deli for some pastrami on rye. (laughs) Because, Lord knows, my dry old pastrami wasn't getting any action at home. Girls, let's tell our nastiest sex stories. Check, please. Blanche, you start
0: Well, a few weeks ago My good friend Alberta passed away Now I knew Alberta's husband Was a real shaker in the sack See, he had Parkinson's <laughs> We met that night This is the oh, one you are talking my about? It yeah. was tingling all over from the side of his manner So I Deborah. said, do you want a gummer? Oh, right in the middle of my No denture adventure His spirit released itself In more than one way
3: he died.
1: Well, There's Betty White. Yes. The only
3: way you could keep a guy stiff is with rigor mortis. <laughs> <laughs> There's Mom. She's always got Look something to say. Check. Rose, yeah. what was your dirtiest sex story? Two nights ago, I met up with an
0: old boyfriend from Saint Olaf, who I hadn't seen in 50 years. Let's just say it was an affair to forget.
3: Sven, remember when we did it once in the ice shed by the lake and we got stuck to the ice? I love that movie. Are you my daughter? Sven had Alzheimer's. (laughs) Say my name. Margaret? No, that's not it. Judy? No. Roger? Good enough. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. We it's other. my turn. Come oh, no, on, be Arthur. I know as well as Here you do goes. that the closest you're ever going to get to a man is by looking in the mirror. Mom, you're being testy. You have testes. Fine, Mom. Why don't you tell a story? My nastiest sex story would have to be when I was a cheerleader for the high school basketball team. Sophia, I never knew you were a cheerleader in high school. I wasn't. This was last week. <laughs> oh, <laughs> team. oh, no. Wonderful. They ran a train on me. Oh, boy. More balls in my face than a
0: second seal. By the way, those are
3: basketballs. (laughs) I'm just going to leave some money on the table. The girls like it (laughs) wild, but I prefer a quiet night at home playing Jeopardy with my hand on the buzzer.
1: (laughs) Oh, man. That's an image you never want to see again. Yeah. Cheers to robot chicken.
2: Yes. Oh Still brings a smile, man. Still brings a smile.
1: That's a good one. That's uh, Seth Green does yeah, that show, yeah, doesn't
2: yeah. Good old Seth. That's yeah. awesome.
1: Um. Well, Rosen Island, White IPA, yeah. Golden stuff. Girls, great show. The mm-hmm. version on Robot Chicken, just as good. Oh, yeah. And cheers to my brother Andrew for answering our little bit of trivia of who the sultry one was. That was Blanche Devereaux. Yep. Yeah. Thank you, Andrew. And uh, cheers again to Drake for Rosen Island.
2: Yeah, Cheers.
1: That's good stuff.
2: That is really good stuff. Wow, it even goes down. Yeah, easy.
1: Like that it. would be a dangerous one because that's kind of to me. You know, some people when they talk about summer beers, they're talking about more of the cream ales and stuff like that, and that's more right up my alley.
2: Yeah, no, that that's a nice, easy going, just yeah. Cr- crushable. Just yeah,
1: suck it down. Maybe so. we would look into doing something like that.
2: Actually, I was gonna say I, I've done, I've used rose hips for my own beer. Yeah. I think I still have some left over. If not, I know where to get them. Okay. It's a, it's a pretty awesome little spice to use. I, I used it for a, uh, a Vice. Okay, that I did. And it gave it like this cr- kind of reddish color and also just like a nice little like similar like the spice character to this. Yeah. But I could see that in like a nice white IPA or... Okay. By the way, for those that don't know, white IPA is wheat IPA. Right. So yeah. it, it's actually kind of a precursor to like hazies in, in yeah. some respect <laughs> oh.
1: I like that thanks for dropping that little nugget of information and knowledge from the master brewer himself mm. Joshua Kunkel as Kaylee would say <laughs> yes alright
2: so moving on we're, we're moving on we're going to do a little bit of a
1: leg drop action here is that we are uh, no. no no Oh
2: wait. no you're right sorry. we did
1: the atomic leg drop um, sorry, on the last but... Houston episode sorry brother yeah, so no Hulk Hogan today. This is the Sleeper Hole Double IPA. Sleeper, um, and uh, for for those that don't know, um, it's based upon Rowdy Rowdy Piper. Do you remember him? Yes. Okay. So uh, did he
2: pass away not he did.
1: Yeah, okay, he, yeah, yeah. He battled cancer for a long time, and um, but he was an amazing wrestler. Yeah. What, what what he was biggest for? was his mic skills. He was amazing and entertaining on the microphone. So, there he is. Cheers, Rowdy Rowdy Piper. Cheers. dig the the old uh scottish kilt and bagpipes oh yes get that tartan in there that was uh rowdy rowdy piper's theme music it wasn't as spectacular as hogan's but i feel like it added to his character oh yeah
2: definitely it still gets it still got you pumped up ready for a good show
1: Alright, so it's a double IPA, definitely hazy. Looks very similar to the atomic leg drop. That it does. So well let's see what we got. Let's see. Good smell. Cheers. Yeah, cheers.
2: And I like now, that. rowdy As I, am. I don't think I'm confused about this beer, man. This is good.
1: That is really good.
3: We came on the beginning of 1987 Let's... and presented an award for Hulk Hogan, who has managed to be the world's heavyweight champion for three years in a row running.
1: This is unbelievable. <laughs> so on the can here, must be here, Roddy Piper in the background. See him giving the sleeper hold to Hulk Hogan.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> 15 years of pro
1: wrestling Without a defeat He really was amazing on the microphone I remember being a kid watching him and listening to him and, Man, he's so entertaining
3: Jesse the Body Ventura comes <laughs> out And he starts <laughs> stirring up all kinds of stuff I don't know what's going on So the next week comes on You folks son We got Andre, we got Hulk Hogan the world champion Next thing I know, Andre the Giant is tearing the clothes off the world's heavyweight champion.
1: We'll press pause on that one. So that's Roddy Roddy Piper doing the Piper's Pit. That was his little shtick that he would do. It was like his little interview segment. All kinds of amazing things (laughs) happen on the Piper's Pit like that. Andre the Giant ripping off clothes on Hogan and a big pivotal thing for uh, Shawn Michaels, do you do you remember HBK, the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels?
2: Vaguely like kind of touch and go on that one.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh wait, I take that back. That was the that was on the barber shop. Never mind. That wasn't Piper's Pit. I was thinking No, the coconut incident with Roddy Piper hitting someone over the head with a coconut. That was the one I was thinking <laughs> of. Gosh, I almost blew it. My wrestling fans are gonna kill me. Um yeah, um, uh Shawn Michaels threw Marty Janetti through the window at the barber shop. That was Brutus Beefcakes <laughs> little uh, talk show that he had god i, I missed uh, those days of wrestling they were so entertaining i could be a kid no worries in the world no bills you know no no families no nothing i'd just sit there and just be entertained oh yeah i missed that so what do you think of this this is uh wrestling moves by spindle tap brewing sleeper hold double ipa
0: Um, well,
2: i'm pretty damn impressed with it
1: yeah it's good. Yeah, it's it's a very
2: easy-going IPA, and I can see why they kind of went, you know, sleeper-hold with the title on this one, because you could throw these back pretty damn easily.
1: No, I don't know if you're getting the, the same sense I am mouth-fill-wise. It's like a pillow when it hits your mouth. Yeah, it's very, very light. soft. Very light. Fluffy. Very fluffy. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But I think that, that really adds to the charm of just, like, you know, it's it's just kind of sneaking up on you.
1: Right. So, spindle tap. One zero six two two Hirsch Road, Houston, Texas. Um, listen, yeah. you put wrestling stuff on a can. I already <laughs> love you already, cause I I love me some wrestling. Wrestling, you know, old school nice. wrestling. Roddy Piper, Hulk Hogan. I am sold. Yeah. And then let alone make the beer good. So Drake, uh, just an FYI, you can get if you uh, got some in your fridge, drink it now. It's good.
2: Yeah, it seems like it. it definitely mellowed out. Yeah, yeah. pretty well.
1: Yeah, it's oh. got that. Like I said, that that fluffy. When it hits your mouth, it's just like, gosh, it's inviting. Yeah, nice and easy going. Yeah, I, I I enjoy that one. Good job on that spindle tap, sleeper hold, wrestling moves.
2: Now it's funny they mentioned you know Andre in there, and I was thinking like, shit, what type of beer are they gonna come up with for Andre if they do that?
1: Oh my god, it, it'd have to be like a quadruple IPA yeah, or something. It's yeah, like, yeah. I mean it's that a big damn that, beer. That dude. That dude could drink. And if, oh, for, if you l- look up I some remember, stories yeah. and hear stories about him drinking, I mean, he'd drink everybody under the table.
2: Well, a uh, biography is coming out about him pretty soon here. Like, yeah. If it hasn't already.
1: I yeah. mean, there's been several in the past, but I know there's a recent one that's.
2: Yeah, that's, this is like, you know, one of the more authorized ones. It yeah. really just goes into all the, the crazy details. And mm-hmm. it does talk about like his his drinking prowess. This guy, what was it? What the hell was I watching? And we were talking about this guy had like 52 beers in a night. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like he literally just like literally just drank everyone into the fucking table. <laughs> gave gave a whole new name to that hollow leg, you know, concept.
1: Right. Okay, so I'm I'm looking this up right now. We were talking about Andre the Giant. Um, let's see. Oh, okay. So April 10th is the documentary you're talking about. Okay, yep. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> you're gonna love this. Okay. Oh boy! So he was on late night with David Letterman, okay, and he admitted to drinking 119 beers in a single session. Oh,
2: fuck. <laughs> so double, uh, double what I just 119.
1: said. 119. So spindle tap. If you're gonna do a wrestling move series three, and it's gonna be based upon Andre the Giant, uh, maybe his hand slap or choke slam, whatever move you wanna. Uh, call it a, a i don't know what, what do we call it let's go higher than a quadruple ipa yeah. 119 beers even if it was like paps that's still yeah <laughs> think about oh man that would i don't think we'd survive that
2: no no that and i was like i'm not even sure that would even qualify as like a an ipa status at that point you got to go like belgian quad or something crazy yeah. actually
1: and then and then he made another statement that it takes two liters of vodka before he feels warm. Damn. So not just drunk. Yeah. Just warm. Yeah. Two liters of vodka. Andre the Giant. Yeah. That's crazy.
2: A man, the legend.
1: That's insane. Yeah. Two liters. Like, I'm thinking to myself, because I'm not much of a vodka guy, that would kill me. Well, It, kills it would most kill people. anybody. No,
2: it kills most people. Like... I actually a number of years ago i was reading an article i guess in russia every year they they do a vodka chugging contest oh my god that's and,
1: a bad morning after right there
2: oh uh, it, it gets worse than that like <clears throat> they usually have like a death every year from, yeah. from this because these people try to see how much vodka they can like chug uh-huh. in like just a single sitting and there was one guy that managed to get two liters in and the fuck he died he up and just <laughs> fucking killed his ass like he's like i won oh Boom.
1: you crazy ruskies yeah, oh yeah
2: well you you know why they drink it right it's just it's Stay water. warm no it's water won't freeze oh yeah that's true yeah yeah,
1: yeah. i like it um yeah uh, for our listeners that are over in the motherland that is known as russia um keep it crazy but try not to drink two liters of vodka yeah that's nuts yeah it's
3: yeah. <laughs> you know, I've
1: been, I've been accused of having a heavy hand with vodka, uh, by my brother and, uh, uncle Craig, uh, cause you know, our tradition when we would go back to Branson for the summer times, um, start the morning off with Bloody Marys mm. and we would either do a sky or Tito's, whatever, whatever was sitting there. Um, and I did have a little heavy hand. It was like, you know, a, a pint glass and three fourths of it was vodka and a. The other quarter well, was just Bloody Mary mix. The
2: thing is, if you're dealing with good vodka, like, you know, Sky or Tito's or something yeah. like that, it's, it's, kind of, it's easy to do. It, yeah. Like, for me, I, I always thought, you know, vodka was dangerous because it it's a sneaky drink, you know. It right? just It really just sneaks up on you. Uh, but I did always find that, like, ones like Tito's or Sky or, you know, the like, it it, it was easy for it to sneak up on you. I guess Absolutely. that's where the danger kind of came in.
1: Yeah. Um, oof. I think back. So there was a couple times where we ran out, right? Yeah. No more Sky, no more Tito's. Uncle Craig had to go down to his private collection of his backup drinks. So pop off.
2: (laughs) Plastic brings out the plastic bottles of pop off. Uh,
1: Yeah, not so much.
2: That's that's how you know you're you're at alcoholic status is you start.
1: You know, it's funny. Back in my EMS days um when we would have you know the drunks that we would you know find in rollover accidents and stuff like that for whatever reason that was like the drink of choice (laughs) there was always a plastic (laughs) bottle of pop-off in the freaking car or or out of the window if it rolled over whatever the case may be but it's like man if you're gonna like first of all don't drink and drive you're an idiot but second of all like don't like maybe don't do pop-off yeah, it's well, just it's stay like, away. It's like, don't don't out yourself so easily. <laughs> God, that stuff's terrible. And there's people that love it, maybe just because oh, yeah. of budget reasons. I, because I don't know. I, I guess it's probably still the cheapest one you can buy. But, but uh, something
2: I don't know. I feel like when you drink it, you I guess you kind of open up to the or you own the name pop off. Like right. you, you pop off. You know. You're, <laughs> it's like this. No, I I remember being in college and went to a party one night, and this like junk, drunk Chinese lesbian chick just fucking downed a bunch of that and just got super fucking crazy and just started making out with everyone. And
1: Fair enough. Yeah. By yeah. the way,
2: she also made the most bomb-ass fucking um, stir-fry with, uh, what the fuck is the, the Kimchi. She did a kimchi stir-fry. Oh, my God. The whole time I'm watching her, making sure she's not going to black out into the, into the pan. Like, she's ready to just take a nosedive right, right into the pan there. But she managed to stay awake just long enough to make this kimchi. We all sat down and ate. And I'm like, this is the best stir fry i ever had in my life holy shit yeah
1: Uh, well i i love stir fry and i like kimchi that's one of my uh hidden favorites like a lot of times uh the beer wife will she hates it don't like the smell of it no i see i don't either like she she knows i like it and she'll just when she's like at sprouts or whatever she'll buy a jar and stick it in the in the fridge for me it's it's actually um according to the beer mother-in-law the whole reason why we did the hazy She's all into those home remedies. It's really good for your gut.
2: It is. It is very good. I, I later on found that at the time, and you know, in college, I, I didn't think much of it. I was, I was kind of like your wife. I didn't care for the smell. I was like, yeah. oh crap. My uh, my Japanese Canadian roommate at the time, he he had it. That's how we had it on hand for this party because yeah, like the the, the chick just kind of stormed the the refrigerator and said, "I got to make some food," and just found whatever she could and
0: <laughs> threw shit together. I'm just
2: like watching, going like, should I stop her? Should I? Keep her from no, no. She she's got a handle. Okay. Oh oh no no oh no, she's not okay. She's not gonna fall into the pot. Okay. Right. You know. So,
1: that's that's awesome. Yeah. What a great story. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> college. <laughs> hey, because of college, you got into beer. So that is true. That is true. So that's why we're here right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Thank you. So, college. Yeah. Cheers. Thank you,
2: college. <laughs> and thank you, Kim. <laughs> Kimchi kimchi stir fry.
1: (laughs) So, uh, back to the beer we're drinking from Spindle Tap Brewing in Houston, Texas. Sleeper Hole Double IPA. Good shit. Oh, yeah. No, very good. Like I said,
2: you know, no pun intended. You can definitely go to sleep pretty easily with this beer.
1: (laughs) You know, it's funny because I was thinking it looked just like an atomic leg drop. So, I was like, "Mm, it's probably going to taste the same. Right? Similar. Maybe the hops are a little bit different. Um, but the balance of it and that whole fluffy mouth feel yeah. is totally different.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I will say if I remember right, the, you know, the atomic leg drop had a little bit more of a bite to it. This yeah. one is like almost no mellow. bite. Yeah. Yeah. Super
1: mellow. Yeah. And, uh, what's the percentage on this? 8%. I think the other one was 8% too. Yeah. So
2: good job. Like definitely masking that and making a beer that you can just crush one after the other. Like I, I could easily go in for another one of these.
1: Yeah, this is yeah. this is a damn good beer. Yeah, so dude, Houston, you are killing it. Yeah, good job. Good wow, job. i I, t- I think we're doing better than the than the last than last episode because we struck out with the one. Yeah, but this th- this this, this one, all of them are great. Four for four, man. This is this is uh yeah. this is great. I am yeah, yeah. I am impressed with this. Yeah,
2: so very good, and definitely big thanks for uh, getting this and yeah Definitely thanks to yeah <laughs> yeah
1: thank you drake good stuff all righty and well we've uh, completed our second tour of houston texas Yep. great city great people drake's amazing indeed indeed um that's awesome and i wanted to i wanted to end the show here because you brought some stuff from jimmy so we had to give a shout out to jimmy Yep. Um. So wait, hold on a second. I think there's a little bit more of that.
2: <laughs> it's like don't waste it. Yeah. There you got to get that last good to the last drop, right?
1: Good to the last drop on the sleeper hold. <coughs> mm-hmm. Nice and fluffy like a marshmallow. Oh yeah. yeah. Mm, that's good. Oh yeah. All right. All right. Yes. So coming we're, back, we're gonna we're gonna finalize the show here. Do a little little talk about we're 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 out of Houston. We're now. Back in Southern California,
2: yep. we're coming on back. that was a quicker that was a quick quick flight, oh yeah, yeah yeah uh, I guess we had a couple of good
1: beers along the way, so I didn't even notice the time passing. yeah, it was a good conversation. we had fruit cake with friends oh, yeah. we had <laughs> we had some Betty white, <laughs> otherwise known as Rosen Island
2: Rosen Island yep
1: we yeah. had some uh, blueberry uh, lemon zest thyme smoothie tart smoothie tart B52. Great beer, and by the way, I think I forgot to give their address. I said they were in Conroe. Yeah, you,
2: I think you did. I think you
1: they did. don't put oh, their they don't put their address on the can. Oh, if you guys want to know where B fifty two Brewing is, it's in Conroe, Texas. Look it up, north of Houston, I believe. If I'm wrong, Drake, you can send me a message, to tell me I'm wrong, but I think I'm right. It's north of Houston, yeah. um, but uh, Conroe, Texas. Go check them out. They put out some good beers. Everybody's been amazing. Ingenious brewing. Eureka Heights Spindle Tap. And B52. So great job, Houston. Uh, again, thanks to Drake for hooking it up. Oh, yeah. Um, thanks for being a, a listener to the Beer, Dad, and Brew podcast and uh, everybody else that's listening. And we're going to get some shout outs to some cities here in a bit. But first, uh, now that we're back in Southern California and you stopped by to see our good friend Jimmy and Jason at the Craft, Craft Lounge in Beaumont, California. Yep. Um, you got us something to finish the show off with. Now, you uh,
2: sent me a text right before. I said, hey, you want me to pick up a few beers? As either a pre-game, post-game kind of sense. You mentioned uh, picking up, what was it, Creature? Creative Creature. Creative Creature. Now, for a second, I, I, I thought you were talking about a specific beer. That <laughs> you know, th- this is how sometimes I'm out of the loop on this stuff. You
1: ladies and gentlemen, Josh is always in the dungeon brewing beer. Yes, and yes. sometimes... He's not out there in the world like the beer dad is, experiencing all these crazy craft beers and following <laughs> everybody on Instagram and talking to people on social media. So that's why he has me. Yes.
2: Yeah, you're, you're, you're the public face. I'm the, uh, the geeky science There, space.
1: There you go. So he, uh, I, I texted him. I said, because um, Jimmy uh, posted something about uh, well, actually, he told us about he was looking to do something with Creative Creature, and just the other day, yeah, on social media they posted that um, they had some new product from Creative Creature, so that's why I nice. said see see what he's got. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna end this on a great note here. Uh, <laughs> this is called Hecadense. Um And what I like what I like about that. Well, that sounds like something from Norcal. That's how they talk up there, Hecca yeah. and Hella. Yeah. yeah.
2: Right. I see. I. I i never I lived in NorCal for like six years in San Francisco proper and yeah hello was like the, the word of the day but and to their credit you know it's like okay I, I get it. it it it's it's what it is but yeah. heca I, I just could never get around heca <laughs> I was I, like are you fucking kidding me? right yeah <laughs> it's
1: it's crazy I, I have a family up in the Bay Area and uh, my cousin she doesn't really talk like that anymore but I remember. Uh when we were younger, maybe pre teenish, she used to do the whole hella and Hecka a lot, yeah. and I was just like, "Oh my gosh, who talks like that yeah. right? She's a great person, love my cousin Katie. I hope you're listening um but uh, but yeah, that's it's just a norcal jingle, yeah. which is funny because creative creatures not norcal, this is socal, this is my hood, yeah. this is El Cajon, California, yes. down in San Diego county, um, and the can hecadence. It has what looks like chunk from the Goonies yeah. tearing up a cake of some sort. Uh so pretty cool fan art. Uh or fan art. Can art. Um and gosh, I need glasses it's here. It's raspberry and uh what is it chocolate? It is a. Uh, uh it's raspberry and marshmallow pastry marshmallow, style. Ten percent. But the artwork on the can was done at for anybody that likes Instagram at the underscore Vigilante 88. He drew this can art. Nice. So good on him. Vigilante 88. That's a cool can art. I like Creative Creature. Again, I talked about them earlier because we pre-gamed with them. Oh, yeah. And we're ending the show with them. So we did our trip to Houston. Houston's amazing for craft beer. But, of course, we're back to the mecca, the, the, um, the craft beer capital of the world. <laughs> we did a show on San Diego before. Yep. Um, and Creative Creature's no different. They make some great beers. And I'm glad... Uh, the craft lounge in Beaumont is carrying them. Yes. Uh, Inland Empire is not going to be disappointed. So, crack this bad boy open. All right. The nice thing is, as a stout, it's had a uh, plenty of time to warm up.
0: Mm-hmm. So, we're going to
2: get a full body flavor right here.
1: I'm excited. So, while you're pouring that, I am going to bring up some stats from the Beer Dad and Brewed podcast. I'm very excited to share.
2: dark chocolatey color dark chocolate oh, yeah. so
1: currently we're so close to 800 okay 743 listeners all
2: right so we're getting there we're getting there
1: we're 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 <laughs> close yeah we are we are there um for whatever reason i guess maybe apple's popular but most of our listeners listen on uh iTunes Apple Podcasts all right um second most listeners iHeartRadio Love it. iHeartRadio is actually, allegedly, according to them, number one in podcasts. Ooh. So um, that's exciting. We also have listeners on Spotify. Um, and then also they go on Buzzsprout, which is our main yeah. uh, website deal. Okay.
2: Spotify is kind of where I, I tend to get a lot of.
1: Okay. So, so far still, our most popular episode is episode one. That kind of makes sense, right? Um, but uh, there's some ones that are creeping up. Uh, pretty popular there, so um, let's see here, where I want to go, listener locations, this is my favorite part, I love seeing who's listening to the show, this is great, so we go to, loading up here the last 10 episodes, we have obviously the United States, over 600 listeners in the United States, right, we also have listeners in Mexico, Norway, Australia, New Zealand, Japan, and the Netherlands, which I think is amazing. That's pretty cool. Um, also Germany, um, which is great. Now, we'll break down some some cities here. I want to go to our last episode because we had some new cities that i never seen before. So, somebody in Paradise, Nevada, listening to us, which is up by Vegas. Um, Humble, Texas. I'm going to take a stab that that's our good friend drake who's a who's a listener of the show as well as i believe in brewing might have listened uh, to yep. one of our shows so Sweet. awesome somebody in Yukaipa, california really likes us hey <laughs> shout out to yucca pie as i like to call it um and again we have a, a an avid fan i would love for you to send us a message so we know who you are but there's somebody in rocky river ohio that really likes listening to us yes. um so that's cool um of course we got tons of local we actually had someone in manhattan give us a listen on the last episode which Very is cool. really cool it's a big city um i'm not even going to begin to pronounce this correctly because it looks french but it's a city in missouri called crevecourt something like that hmm. sorry if i butchered that but welcome to the Beard dad and brew podcast thanks for listening uh, philly philadelphia nice love nice. it you guys have amazing cheesesteaks Dallas, Texas, home of America's team, the Dallas Cowboys. Thanks for listening. Uh, Bentonville, Arkansas, I'm pretty sure that's Mr. Crum listening to us. Thanks for listening to us. Um, weird. Phoenixville, Pennsylvania.
2: Phoenixville. Huh.
1: Not sure where that's at in Pennsylvania in relation. Is it closer to Pittsburgh, closer to Philly? Not sure, but thanks for listening in Phoenixville. Um victorville california has given us a listen good stuff very nice But we've got so many cities all over the country so many to name but those were the newest ones from the last episode so they listened to the episode at the craft lounge so i hope they enjoyed it and i hope they come back again to listen to this episode that's
2: yeah that's pretty
1: awesome and as we continue to take it on the road and check out some new breweries and that's that's the plan we were talking about that tonight so i'm pretty pretty stoked and excited for what the future holds for the beer dad and brew podcast obviously we try to improve from going all the way back to episode one where we started with one microphone (laughs) in the kitchen um (laughs) to where we're at now
2: yeah you got got your soundboard you got got some some soundboard we've
1: got we've got extra microphones Uh, you know, hopefully we can improve. Obviously we, uh, we're looking into getting some better microphones down the road in the, in the near future. Um, some more stuff for mobile recording is what we're looking at. Uh, also too, I keep talking about a YouTube channel that's got to get started here shortly. Yeah, I was hoping to get it started, uh, with the last episode, but we're not quite there yet. So I'm hoping maybe next episode we'll have, uh, something for YouTube. Um, but definitely awesome. So Back to uh the last beer of the evening here yeah. from Creative Creature, Hecca Dense, pastry stout with raspberry and marshmallows, ten percent. You like it. It's good thumbs up.
2: Yeah, no, this beer is definitely uh got, got some good stuff going on.
1: Well, when I smell it, I smell raspberries right away. Yeah.
2: You know what I like though is it's not like fake raspberry, it's actually like real deal. It it tastes Oh yeah, there's a
1: sourness to it. Yeah, like a little nice tangy. Yeah
2: tanginess to it that is good yeah just easy going just right on the back end it's like a stout first and foremost yeah so good job
1: heck a dense creative creature
2: it's heck a dense.
1: those guys are making some good beers uh yeah smart move by jimmy and jason pull them up there to the craft lounge everybody here in the inland empire save yourself the gas and my, and mileage head on over there 10 freeway just north was it beaumont avenue Not even, what, two blocks from the 10 freeway? Yeah, Beaumont and 7th, basically, right there on the corner. So So if if you're going uh, eastbound, you're going to get off, make a left. If you're going westbound, get off, make a right. And uh, it's just north of the 10 freeway. It's going to be on your right-hand side. Can't miss it. It's right on the corner. The big old sign says craft beer. Craft beer. Uh, Um, Great little place, great little spot to go relax and read a book, play some board games, drink some craft beer. Yeah, uh, Or... Stop on in, grab some cans and bottles to go. Take them home. Yeah, I'm taking them on a picnic. You know, but uh, if you guys go down to the craft lounge, tell them the Beard Add and Brood podcast. Justin and Josh sent you. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Maybe Jimmy will hook you up. Who knows?
2: Or you that, or you may end up seeing me there. Since I'm <laughs> <laughs> Josh is a, a
1: a frequent flyer, as we like to call him, the first response business. He is. Uh, he's usually there. He's kind of like, um, oh, what's his name? Uh, Barney on The Simpsons, always oh, you could always find him at Moe's Tavern. Yeah, or uh, Cliff on Cheers, little postman. Oh yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. Actually, I remember in my younger days, someone said I they re- I reminded them of Cliff. There you go. <laughs> Just from the weird shit that he always talked right? about, you know, those little s- snippets of information and whatnot. <laughs> I
1: guess that makes me Norm.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the
1: pudgy guy at the end, of, yeah. the end of the bar that's always grouchy, always got something to say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm usually not grouchy though. No. I might be a little pudgy, but I'm not. I'm I'm yeah. usually in pretty good mood. So uh, well, especially after a few of these, yeah. Oh well, well, put anyone in a good mood. I'm in a really good mood because literally every single beer we've had tonight has been amazing.
2: Yeah, agreed. And I mean, heck of dances, no different. No, different. no. yeah.
1: It so. For the breweries, because I know when I tag everybody later on when I post up the podcast um, and the breweries are going to listen, um, what I would like to see, or just this would be amazing, a collaboration between Creative Creature and any one of these breweries in Houston, Texas. That would be cool. Yeah, And 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 then they could say, it's because of the Beer Dad and Brewed podcast. That's why we're collaborating. That would be really cool. <laughs> hey, and then invite us. Josh. Yeah. You know, Josh and Justin will be happy to fly out on your dime to Houston, <laughs> Texas, and we will make beer with you. Yes, <laughs> or Houston can come to El Cajon, and we'll drive down and meet up and help you make beer. Hell yeah! But uh, I think that'd be great. I really do. I, I all these breweries uh, do a great job. God, Josh, that's why I love craft beer because, like, just the innovativeness behind all these beers that we've had tonight. It's we're li- We literally just drank what one two three four we got five five beers that we drank and they were all different
2: yeah all vastly different but all really good
1: right you know whereas you you know flash flash back to 1970 we would have had five pabst blue ribbons five cores five budweiser well god not not budweiser i can't sorry i can't do budweiser (laughs) 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 my my moral code and my just every bone in my body, just I'm not able to do it. It's too it's, horrible.
2: It's the way I feel about Bud Light, like Budweiser. Like there was a time when, yes, it worked. You know, and that 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 was usually just from like, was it uh, fishing to the point of exhaustion? And right. Someone just slapped it in my hand and was like, "Oh, this is this is a uh, rehydrating." You know, <laughs> kind of. You know, that was about the extent of it, but. But yeah, Bud Light's one of the ones that I don't know what the hell they put in that beer, but my body says nope, nope, get that shit the fuck on. right.
1: Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, I uh, anything with a Bud in the front of it, I'm, <laughs> I'm out. I really am. Sorry, yeah. I just now, can't do uh,
2: it. There, there was a really nice, awesome pun in the homebrew circle one time. I remember going to a meeting and a guy brought a beer that he called Bud Light, and I was like, "What the fuck, are you bringing Bud Light?" He's like, "No, no, no, it's Bud." light oh i was like oh okay made made with
1: like thc or something like that pretty much yeah yeah yeah.
2: he he was playing around with some some other stuff and i was like catchy catchy i like that (laughs) can do it yeah yeah yeah
1: so um but yeah so our trip to houston was amazing uh, as it was the first time but i feel like even better this time no definitely like hands down like all
2: of these beers were just out of the park like good good quality quality beers
1: that that's awesome so i'm i'm very thankful for the social media world and i'm thankful for this podcast uh drake down in houston thank you so much again um i'm sure we'll uh we'll probably be in touch with you so um, i'd like i'd like uh josh i'd like you to go find him stuff we need to send him some yeah no I,
2: i definitely i'm percolating right over here like this this was a quality like you know, showing of Houston, right. we we gotta definitely like match
1: that. Absolutely, yeah that that's uh that's cool. So and then of course, you know, we ended the show. We had to come back to the West Coast, going going back back to Cali Cali. I should have played that. I could have played that. Yeah, yeah, little biggie. Next time, next time, yeah. eh, next time. Next time we leave the the state and come back, you know. That's right. That's the the magic of podcasting. Yes, we can be anywhere we want.
2: Yes, we can take our flights anywhere. That's
1: right. So uh, but we came back and we had some creative creature that you procured from our friends at the at the Craft Lounge. Yep. Um it's a pastry stout that is very dangerously at
2: 10%. And yeah, I got to give them credit. Most of the time pastry stouts are just that, a pastry.
1: You know, yeah. it it's funny because uh the brewery Orange County. Yeah, yeah. They're kind of famous for pastry stouts. Yes. And I've had some from them that I feel like are overly boozy um, and they could be right around the same ABV. Yeah. But this creative well, creature is, it's not boozy at all. No, it's blended. Super which is well. scary because 10% is That's a little per- higher than you want to have. I mean, obviously we're not going to drink more than one of these well, yeah. while or we're sharing it. We we share everything that we have because yeah, we don't which drink is, that much.
2: Which is probably good because I could easily probably take on. Oh, I could hammer that down like nobody's business. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I could easily take on another one of these and regret it later. Yeah, but.
1: I mean, I mean, you know, too, because like stouts are my jam. Oh yeah, it's usually my favorite, but it's so hard because when we do these shares and we do the show, we can usually only do one because they're so heavy and they're so thick. Yeah. Um, You know, it's it is my favorite type of beer, but if I'm going to be enjoying myself for the for the long term, like you can't do that all day. Stouts would just wreck you.
2: Yeah, it it, it catches up. It catches up to you,
1: <laughs> which is why maybe the Irish are so good at drinking because yeah, <laughs> they can drink that stuff all day long and not be affected. Whereas us, we're like, I'm so full, I couldn't even think about food. Like, I could, you know, sometimes Jose and I knock back Guinnesses, but like three or four of them, and you're like, Man, you're not eating it for you're skipping a meal for sure.
2: Oh, yeah, it's a meal in a glass, yeah, it, it is definitely that, even though. I'll be the first to say, you know, Guinness to me is a light beer. Everyone's like, "Oh, it's so heavy!" It's like, no, that that's a nitrogen. It, yeah. it is a light beer. Like, you pull that carbonation out of that beer, it is water, it is shit. Yeah, you know it, but it just it does have you know its nutrient base, so it, it is still mm. a meal even yep. though it's light bodied.
1: Now Guinness in Ireland, totally different story.
2: Yes, typically a little lighter in the alcohol. Yeah, you know, um, though it may be similar now because I.
1: Hmm. I'll
2: have to look into that Cause i I know a number of years ago uh Ireland was still taxing on alcohol percentage right. in the beers, so it, typically the stuff in the country of Ireland was lower a b v than what they exported yeah so but I'm not sure if that still stands today i you know I have to look into that
1: different different over there too they serve at usually room temperature and yeah uh not not nearly as cold as what we're used to and um well, when I was there for a day um i had a it was a a non guinness but it was a stout and i don't know what brand it was a local brand it looked like motor oil it was so thick but it was good it was damn good
2: I know there is like a, a British stout that it, they actually call it motor oil. That, really? Yeah. You know, <laughs> and it is like what you describe. It literally yeah. is just so damn viscous. That.
1: Well, I just had a stout the other night. In fact, uh, for the listeners, it's up on, on the Beard, Adam, Brewed uh, IG. I had some Samuel Smith oatmeal stout.
2: Good stuff. Good stuff. Always a classic. Different
1: country, obviously, not Ireland. It's uh, a product of uh, Great Britain, I believe. Um, but uh, that's one of my favorite stouts right there. They... I feel like almost everything I've had from Samuel Smith I've liked. Yeah, and it, the, what's really nice is it, for us because of that um, company up, I believe, in Washington. I the name escapes me, but they're the ones that import it. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I know you're talking about Duvin. or Duvin, something, something like yeah, yeah. Duvin. Um, because of them, it's so cheap for us. Because normally, any other type of beers or liquors that we get from other countries, you know, we're we're paying a premium to get it here. But because of their, you know, they, they export it or whatever. Um
2: Sorry. Merchant Duvin.
1: Merchant Duvin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you can get Sam Smith at like our local organic grocery store that the Beardad and Brood family shops at Sprouts grocery store. No, they're not paying me to say that, but we actually shop at Sprouts. Um, but they sell Samuel Smith. They've got, they got the chocolate, the organic chocolate stout. They have the oatmeal stout and I think the porter um and they're like 250 for a bottle oh wow yeah
2: yeah that is a good price yeah <laughs> you can't go wrong with that no
1: so if you guys are looking for some sam smiths like i threw up on the ig go go try to find them at sprouts
2: well i could tell you when i first got into beer drinking
1: sam smiths uh, nut brown ale was like that's a good one. one of my first go-to's matter of fact i think the beer dad has that in his fridge right now nice yeah so uh courtesy of my brother-in-law um they gave me one of those uh, packages for christmas that was like came with the collector's glass and nice. coasters and several samuel smiths i
2: think i i think i might have had that one in years past yeah. i bought it mostly because uh you don't see the tawny port
1: oh yeah the yeah. tawny porter Taddy too. porter
2: Taddy porter yeah. thank you thank you i you don't see it too often no. but it was part of this little like grab bag and i was like i'm buying the whole grab bag for that one beer right yeah <laughs> i actually
1: had that was the first one i drank out of the box um, I had that while we were up in the Idlewild cabin. So. Yes, I
2: remember when you uh, yeah. posted that. That, was... that nice little <laughs> picture in the snow. Yes.
1: Uh, good stuff, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Samuel Smith. Maybe one of these days we'll do a uh, fish and chips episode and we'll have some Sam Smith.
2: That sounds good. <laughs> we'll,
1: go <to> Eng- <laughs> we'll go
2: to England. <laughs> oh, Merry shit, old England.
1: Hey, if there's uh, Samuel Smith, if you're listening and you want to fund the Beard Dad and Brew podcast on a all-expenses-paid first-class trip to... Uh, to London And we will meet up And we will do the show Yes Yes I hey, like that idea
2: yeah, yeah. Yes Hey I'd be down for that I'd like to see those Cool ships man You ever You know what those are right The what They're called cool ships Uh uh-uh. uh So like an old school style Of uh, uh Fermenting Okay And Samuel Smith Is one of the few breweries Still around That like uses them Yeah So you've seen Most breweries They have the conical Fermenter yes. These big upright Fermenters yep. It's got like a Little cone at the bottom of right. it. um that's like modern tech for brewing but old school tech for brewing was literally a giant metal bathtub mm-hmm. that's like three feet tall by like 30 feet by like 100 feet okay like think of just a gigantic yeah metal bathtub yeah and what they would do is they pump all the beer into this thing they called it a cool ship because as they pump the beer into it because it's so shallow overall um that it helps the beer cool off quicker You know, it really helped in the sense that maybe they didn't have a means of cooling the beer down as fast. Right. So they'd pump it into this room um, that usually had like filtered air or something like that and let the beer cool down naturally. But while it's cooling down and it gets to that, you know, perfect ferment temp, temp, they just dump a bunch of yeast onto it. wow. And because it's also so shallow, it would ferment pretty damn fast. Yeah. You know, um, almost as fast as what they see the conicals fermenting at now. Um, I know Anchor Brewing uses the Cool Ships in their process. Yeah. And it was pretty cool to watch and see them in action. Yeah. And uh, like the Anchor Steam Beer, a lot of people don't realize that uh, this to me as a homebrew. Fascinates the crap out of me. It's like the steam beer will get, they'll ferment, I think it's like 300 or 3,000 gallons of this beer in like three days. Wow. Like turnaround time is like. Yeah less than a week for this beer so to me that's like that is pretty epic like as a home brewer i'm, I'm spending a week just trying to ferment five gallons i can only imagine trying to oh, i know, you know like, for, like me
1: texting you, you know, how's how's the mowing la haze looking yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah you, know,
2: you know where you got these guys like doing three thousand gallons in less than a week and I'm like yeah
1: uh, you know, it's it, uh, it's pretty, pretty cool stuff pretty high in the production there
2: yeah if you get a chance look it up it's it's pretty cool like I'm sure
1: it is it, I'm sure it's mentioned in the beer bible. Yes. Yes it know. is. I'm going to read up on that. Yeah. That's, it. that's 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 actually really cool and that's that's what I love about craft beers there's so many different ways to make it. <laughs> oh yeah. You know, and and it's funny because you think okay, well maybe there's the best way to make it and there really isn't. It's all the different styles and all the different types of of beers. Um that's what I like. I mean, you can yeah. make it that way, you can make it a traditional way you can home brew it you can make it on mass production levels i mean it doesn't it doesn't really matter you know uh, as long as somebody knows what they're doing you yeah. can make some good beer
2: oh yeah and definitely plenty of like science and you know geekery to be had you know? <laughs> <laughs> the stuff that you like yeah right uh, that, that's all you know, it's all where i'm at so
1: for those of you that don't know josh when 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 he's brewing a beer he's like a a mad scientist He's got his computer programs, he's got all his equipment, everything's documented, like he's he's legit, ladies and gentlemen, uh, so uh, it's fun to watch. <laughs> it was great to be a part of that, and we're going to make more beer, uh, too, in the future, hopefully with a brewery, too. Yeah, that, looking I, I'm, I'm that. looking
2: for that. Yeah, I'm, I'm reaching out to a few buddies to see if they'd be interested in maybe doing a collab with us, trying yeah. to get something going, that'd be kind of like a fun deal.
1: I'm um, so. always in because, you know, the fun part about making beer is drinking beer.
2: Oh, yes. <laughs> and, you know, there's plenty of awesome breweries making awesome beer. And,
1: yeah, you know, there's so many. I know. Like, yeah. we literally, like, we're, we're starting a career right now because, like, we could do this and, until it's time for us to go home to paradise, right? Yeah. Because there's so many breweries in the world, there's no way we could touch all of them. I definitely like to try.
0: Oh
2: yeah. I mean I mean yeah, physically being there and trying everything they have cuz I mean the reality is like we're trying stuff that they they put in cans or bottles right. to distribute, but that's only a small sampling of what they probably truly yeah. offer on premise, oh. you know. I definitely
1: got to visit these places in person.
2: Oh yeah, like I've been plenty been to plenty of breweries where it's like, "Oh crap, there's some awesome stuff on the menu that they know they're not going to ever bottle that. They know they're right? never going to can that.
1: Yeah. So well, I mean, really some of it too, with certain ingredients, you just can't. Yeah. It's just yeah. not
2: feasible to do it in the production levels yeah. to bottle or can. Yeah, some it. of
1: those one-off beers, it's like, you know, you only make so much.
2: Yeah. Well, like with, with Devin over a desert beer, you know, um, he, he did a couple of one-off beers, but he only made like five gallons because to yeah. him, it's kind of like a test batch. Right. But some of those beers were effing them amazing like, he's been killing it oh yeah the like that cilantro <laughs> lime that was a five gallon batch yeah. beer like he ran out of that like instantly but it told him like okay people love this beer i yeah. should ramp it up and you know make it you know at least a little bit more you know volume wise right.
1: yeah we we're gonna go see uh we're gonna go see Devin. yeah
2: we, we definitely gotta go check out <laughs> say yeah. hi to him
1: gotta have some more more of his beers we had some of those uh recently on the show
2: that's right yo yeah. last time over at craft, craft lounge, lounge.
1: Yeah. G- jimmy liked him hopefully oh. he starts carrying some of his beers
2: yeah I, I i know devin's still kind of working out the deals as far as like you know distribution all that mm-hmm. fun stuff but you know I, I like showing him off because he is a good brewer him and chance both like they're they're just killing it yeah. over there and any chance i can help lift yeah. them up and get them going i know, and, I, know
1: I know jimmy well. was really liking that america oh yeah yeah, yeah. That, well, we all were God, that. well shit for our area as hot <laughs> as we get in the <laughs> yeah. summertime yeah. That beer is going to kill it in the oh, summer. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that, if 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 Devin either starts canning that, or if he can get out kegs to some places, and if Jimmy can carry that during the summer, especially Jimmy was talking about their one year anniversary being outside. Oh,
2: that's right. Yeah. Oh
1: man, that that's a great beer. Speaking
2: of uh, does a beer though, um, he's De- Devin went ahead and partnered with Las Palmas Brewing.
1: I saw that they did a collab. Yeah,
2: the collab they did a saison. Uh-huh. Uh I got, I got a sample of it the other night because we did our homebrew club out there. Uh-huh. Uh It's coming along great, man. Is it like, I'm I'm looking forward to when this beer is like on on tap because oh, we'll it's to. gonna be pretty fucking epic. We'll have to try it. Yeah. So,
1: well, good stuff. Well, Josh, we uh, we took a trip to Houston. Yes, we did. <laughs> <laughs> a really good trip. Um, thanks Drake. to our good friend Drake that we yeah. spoke to. Uh, we had um, quick recap. We had ingenious brewing, uh, fruit cake with friends.
2: I have uh, to say, probably my favorite of the bunch. That
1: tonight. was definitely a different experience for sure. Yeah, yeah. crazy flavor. Uh, and then followed by that, we kind of s- somewhat s- kept with the style with a tart yeah, yeah. S- sour yeah, type. We beer. we wanted
2: to kind of go a little tangy sour. Yeah,
1: right. So smoothie tart from B fifty two. It was blueberry, lemon, yep. and thyme. It's good, very good, good beer. Yeah, I love the the mouthfeel on it. I love the fact that I got all those flavors without the sweetness. Um, so they did a great job on that one. Yeah, definitely balanced them all out. And then we did. Did we do Rose? Or yeah, we, we did Rose. Okay, from. so the third beer we had was the Rose Island. Shout out to the Golden Girls. Shout out to my brother. We spoke to I hope you guys enjoyed talking to my brother there. <laughs> um, pre-congratulations. He's going to have his first child here pretty soon. Um, right, right before the beer dad has number three. Oh wow! um, He's catching up. So well, those two uh, cousins will be very close in age. So that'll be nice. That'll be awesome. Um, So he's having a little boy. We're having a little girl. Uh, So Hunter will have someone to play with. um, Yeah, my my little guy. (laughs) Um, But uh, so we had some Rose Island, a white IPA, which Josh let us know is basically a wheat IPA. Yeah. Um, It has rose uh, hips on it and. that was good beer. I really yeah, liked it. No, it that was. One.
2: That was actually a pretty good one, too.
1: That that was... Uh, well, no, they were all very good, so... That was great, and we actually got to listen to some Golden Girls. That was nice. <laughs> <laughs> and then we had some Spindle Tap Sleeper Hold Double IPA, which is the uh, second part of their Rasslin' Move series. Um, I really enjoyed this one. Um, yeah. We liked it better than Atomic Leg Drop.
2: Yeah, definitely had that nice little light, pillowy. It looked like they... Even if it might have been the same recipe, they definitely improved something yeah. along the lines there. If you know, threw something else in there. Yeah, you know, got definitely got it. Had that up. had that
1: mellow, pillow like yeah. mouthfeel, which oh, was yeah. was awesome. You know, for a double IPA, usually double IPAs hit you pretty hard. Yeah, no, not that, that one.
2: That one has definitely blended very very well. Yeah,
1: good job, Spindle Tap. Um so that was everything we did in Houston. Then we uh took a quick flight back to Southern California to shout out to our friends at the craft lounge in Beaumont. We had some creative creature from El Cajon, California, mm-hmm. Hecca Dense, pastry stout with raspberries and marshmallow, which we're just finishing up right now, is amazing. Good beer. Yes. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I mean I'm already I clean right
2: through it. So <laughs> take <laughs> that it. Tells you anything. Mm-hmm
1: great stuff so uh, everything we had was amazing
2: yeah tonight was definitely a good beer night yeah shout
1: out to houston oh yeah shout out to our listener drake yes and good friend contributor of awesome beer yeah so josh is gonna go find you some stuff
2: yeah i i I got a few things in mind
1: (laughs) i like it yeah um and then of course shout out to my brother who provided us with some golden girls trivia that was amazing um so good stuff great show uh, we've got a lot of stuff in the works, Josh. Uh, shout out to our listeners. We've got some new listeners in some new Sweeties. cities yep. all over the world. It's awesome. We're growing. We're getting huger. We're almost at 800 listeners. <laughs> I mean, shit, dude, we're getting close to 1,000. That's a lot of people. That I is mean, a lot of people. Hey, I didn't do this because I wanted, like, millions of listeners. I mean, one day that would be great, but I just wanted to spread craft beer with people, and that's what we're doing, so this is pretty cool.
2: Yeah, talk shop, talk fun. and have Absolutely.
1: So more stuff on the horizon. Like I said, we're still working on that YouTube show. I promise we'll we'll have it up as soon as we can. Also, uh, something else in the works. Josh, I didn't mention this to you. Um, we are going to try working on a segment where if any listeners anywhere in the world would like to send us beer, we will give you that opportunity uh, to be a guest on the show. And how that's going to work is you're going to send us beer. But you're also going to have that same beer at your house. We're going to schedule a time and we're going to record the podcast. And you're going to drink that beer with us while on the podcast, while we're drinking it as well. Um, and you'll be a part of the show. So um, where we're going to start with that first is um, soon The our good friends in Branson, Missouri. Uh, right. Old Mr. Craig from <laughs> the Bearded Beaver Man Brewhouse and Matt from Matt's oh. Garage. Nice. Um, they're going to do that with us very cool so they're gonna send some brews from back in missouri and we're they're gonna have the same brews there and uh we're gonna hook up and we're gonna drink them together so are they sending us some uh, local breweries or are they gonna yep. go uh, nice yeah they're they're uh so my mother-in-law is actually back there right now and uh uncle craig's gonna send her back with some brews so oh, nice okay um so Hopefully,
2: uh, hopefully he's able to maybe get some homebrews in there. I'm curious to see how he's coming along with his uh, his art.
1: Absolutely. And so for listeners everywhere, we already know we have almost 800 listeners. So any of you 800, awesome, awesome, awesome people that listen to the show. If you want to be a part of the show, very easy. Get in contact with us, beardadandbrewed at gmail.com. Um, or you can send a sli- what do they call it, slip in or slide into our DMs. You can hit us on Instagram, <laughs> Beardad and Brewed, or on you can find us on Facebook as well. Send us a message. Yeah. Uh, we can arrange that, give you some shipping info where you can um, send us some brews, and uh, we'll schedule something to get you on the show and enjoy beers with us. So
2: Yeah, I mean, that's that's half the fun right there is getting some people in here, phone or otherwise. You know, beer brings people together. Uh, I would like that idea, man. It's going to be fun awesome. It'll be fun, right? Oh, yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun.
1: Awesome. So so we'll, we got that in the pipeline, and of course, we're going to go visit some breweries. Like I said, I want to go see Devin ASAP at a Desert Beer Company, and uh, we'll definitely go back to the Craft Lounge as well and go see Jimmy, and hopefully Jason will be around um, and uh, do stuff there. So great show. Uh, yep. As always, drink responsibly, drink local, support craft beer, and support home brewing because that's where it all starts. Coachella Valley Home Brew Club. Yep. Got a lot of stuff on the pipeline um look them up online and follow them joshua our awesome co-host is the president he's not just a member he's also the president (laughs) um so go check them out so with that being said joshua cheers brother cheers